In a city like New York, pharmacies are a dime a dozen. Dwayne Reed's, Walgreens, and CVS's paint the blocks of the five boroughs. But if you look a little closer, there are some pharmacies that stand out among the rest. Hi, I'm Fiona Shea, and this is Cityscape. When I first entered Stanley's Pharmacy on Manhattan's Lower East Side, Stanley George prepared me a steaming shot of turmeric and clarifying spices. Right after I took it, it felt like my mouth was on fire. But minutes later, the strong taste had faded, and my throat, nose, and mind felt completely rejuvenated. Stanley George is a pharmacist, but he's also a rock and roll fanatic, an alchemist, and a native New Yorker born in the Bronx. He graduated from the Arnold and Marie Schwartz College of Pharmacy in Brooklyn, which was followed by a stint at a pharmacy in LA. The vibrant colors and laid-back lifestyle of California inspired the vibe of George's pharmacy, but he always knew he wanted his business in New York City. On the bustling corner of Ludlow and Hester Street, Stanley's Pharmacy serves as a trendy locale for health-seeking Manhattanites. One can visit the pharmacy for a hangover-curing elixir, over-the-counter prescriptions, or a relaxing place to listen to music and drink a freshly brewed tea. New Yorkers with various medical concerns and lifestyles pay the pharmacy regular visits. Even Leonardo DiCaprio stops by once in a while. George describes his approach to medicine as an Eastern and Western blend. We started off by talking about his childhood in the Bronx and how he first got introduced to healthy living. So my parents came here in 1970, uh, along with a few other of my uncles and aunts uh, at the same time, and all lived in proximity. My parents moved to Sheridan Avenue, right by Yankee Stadium, uh, Grand Concourse. Uh, eventually, we moved to White Plains, and my family is so massive, there were three very big migrations, if you're uh, Indian, that a lot of people can remember. Uh, the 70s, uh, the early 80s, and then, of course, the early 90s, too, was when my clan came over in the, like, in gradually in, in those waves, during those waves. And uh, so as my relatives came, uh, my family had apartments that we rented, and we would help each other out. And as, you know, my parents moved up and my uncle and we moved out uh, to Queen, everyone moved to Queens and Long Island and so forth, um, those apartments were moved into by my other relatives. And now everybody's all grown up and has, you know, living the dream, the American dream. But it really is amazing how the Bronx serves as this hub still to this day for uh, immigrants coming to this country to start their lives over. Uh, and my karma never stopped with the Bronx. Uh, we would go to the Bronx every weekend, every Sunday, uh, to go visit family, bring food, of course, go to the meat market right by Yankee Stadium. It was a very big part of my upbringing. Uh, and then I ended up doing my uh, pharmacy internship, my rotations, uh, when I was in pharmacy school at Montefiore Hospital. So, uh, again, the Bronx, you know, 
New York is home. Right. Yeah, I love this city. Oh, yeah? yeah. More than L.A.? Well, you know, L.A. is a dream. <laughs> I, I, going back to my Bronx days, I will say, I think one thing about me and growing up in the city, I literally was an urban hick of, of sorts. If you kind of, there's no difference to me. If you grow up in the country and you know you're not in, you could grow up in the city, the biggest city and most cultural, multicultural city in the world, and still this might be all you know. And I certainly I can say I I was one of these guys. So the first time I went out to LA, I didn't make it out there till my mid twenties, uh, and I was a musician, and so. Uh, it was like a dream. The weather was, there were so many New Yorkers out there who were like, I'm never going back, you know, but everyone's in their own little hole out there, you know, in their own beautiful hell. <laughs> you have a little piece of LA on the wall over there. Well, I felt like New Yorkers needed a dose of that. I took the good and I still go back there, you know, I still love it, but I am a New Yorker. Does the orange and bright interior in here, is that inspired from your time in L.A.? Absolutely. Absolutely. The first time I went out there, I was just walking down the street, you know, came home from the airport, put my luggage, my friend's apartment, went for a walk. Walking down the street, I could smell these orange blossoms, and it was mesmerizing. I was like, I can't believe I'm walking down the street, and I smell this, and it's very different from what you experience <laughs> in New York. So I was like, I could do this for a while. And I just, so coming back to New York and bringing that element, you know, I, I just thought New Yorkers needed a dose of that. So if we rewind back to the Bronx before you went to L.A., during childhood, is that when your parents introduced you to medicine? How did you get to pharmacy school? Uh, certainly. I think when my family emigrated with them, they brought a wealth of cultural traditions regarding health, right? And, and so uh, that was a very big part of my upbringing. And then eventually, when we finally had a house, my parents had a garden. And it's funny where I lived. I grew up in White Plains, and so many people were leaving the Bronx in the 70s because it was crazy, and that's when my parents left. My, my mother would always garden, and that was a very big part of her and her health. And my mother was also a nurse, and uh, so uh, that was actually our entry point in, into this country was that she was a nurse. She got a visa on that. It was during the Vietnam War and so forth, and there was a big shortage, and like a lot of Asians, that's how she came into this country and, and brought us in. And so... I, I think the she always raised us with this approach to to both of these things, right? And and so when I finally ended up going to pharmacy school, um, that was kind of something else. Certainly, that was with me, and she gave me this real wanting to live a healthy life, so to speak, in this lifestyle. Uh, and it wasn't until I actually went to school and started living on the Lower East Side in the early 90s. It was very, the community in the East Village was so hippie and punk. We're talking people that, you know, lived 
alternative lifestyles, not only with the clothes they wore, but their food choices. And it was very anti-establishment and food co-ops and not buying from, like, you know, these major food conglomerates and blah, blah, blah. And uh, during this time, while I was in pharmacy school, I started to learn a lot more about uh, pharmaceuticals and the agricultural industry and so forth. And I, it really hit something with me in, in terms of how to live your life. And while I was studying about these chronic conditions that uh, I would you know, be helping people with on a daily basis, I realized that the answers were so simple. Would you say that you developed a blend of Eastern and Western medicine to kind of curate your view on medicine in general? Yeah, well, you know, it's funny because all these different practices through the ages, when uh, you look at Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, European homeopathy, and then uh, even American homeopathy, which really comes from European homeopathy, um, and, and the, the kind of medicine that was going on in the, the 18th century and to the 19th century, there are these universal truths in all of them, and I think that intersection between uh, these uh, culinary arts and my education in chemistry, meeting this plant-based medicine that uh, is food-grade and available, and, and turning that into something magical and an experience is something I get a real kick out of. It's called Stanley's Pharmacy, folks. <laughs> and when did the idea of Stanley's Pharmacy first come to you? Oh, wow, it's so funny you say that. Uh, so, I, you know, I grew up always thinking that I was going to be a professional musician. I played in bands in high school through the 90s. I played CBGBs. I was down, you name it. And I actually had a recording studio not far from here where uh, uh, a, lot of, a lot of folks in the neighborhood would come through. Uh, and it's actually what brought me out to L.A. Um, little did I know, you know, kind of going through this phase where I just felt like an older musician artist looking for reinvention, my profession was staring me in the face the whole time. And when I was in California, I went out there to go record a record, and I ended up being a pharmacist to the stars, ironically. I worked in these two pharmacies in the Hollywood Hills. That's, what, that's what's hilarious, trying to be a musician record a record. And uh, just experiencing the lifestyle one day out there on my day off, it, it hit me what was really missing from, from all of this and how could I bring the passion of my health and my lifestyle into my practice more effectively and truthfully it didn't exist so I had to make it you know and 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 that's what this place is it's a confluence of all my passions and you still include music in Stanley's can you tell us about how you incorporate your love of music with the pharmacy absolutely absolutely uh you know well it's it's certainly an immersive experience so you gotta have a great soundtrack (laughs) <laughs> What's on the soundtrack? Well, yeah, let's let's check this out. Yeah, you know, please. Uh, what's in my record collection? Yes. Um, wow, this is a whole turntable. But you know, music is mood, and it greatly affects, you know, how you feel, and how you feel 
greatly affects your health. I really believe that. And that's coming from a boy, a man who was raised by faith healers. No kidding, yeah. Um, so anyway, this is this is a, a little bit of fire over here. We got some Rick, Rick James. James in the house. Um, <laughs> we I don't know if we're allowed to play this, but I got uh, Roy Ayers. Okay. Uh, he's awesome. I love Latin music. Matador Records just sent me a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, Who's this on this one? Oh my God! You know we got we got a shout out to New York here with Nana Cherry. Oh, you cool! Know this girl. No, she, she was back in uh, high school. I loved I loved her. Is she eighties? Oh yeah, she's you late eighties. Late eighties, yeah, okay. Like 88, 89 New York disco. Cool. Uh, of course, we got a little bit of uh, California yep, in here. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And then Let's say you come into Stanley's one day, you're not feeling too hot. What do you put on the turntables? Well, it depends. If I am uh, come from the disco era of New York in the late 80s and the early 90s, and I love house music, and when it's time to, like, you know, pep myself up, I absolutely love listening to some house music. So can you take us through how Stanley functions on a daily basis today? It's five plus years since you opened at this location? Yeah, yeah. So can you bring us through kind of how the drink bar works and how the prescription medicines, but then also your own line of medicines, just kind of break down the whole system? Absolutely, absolutely. So it functions just like a regular pharmacy, and you can fill your prescriptions here. But, you know, rather than when you go to uh, a a traditional pharmacy that most people know of and you tell the pharmacist your problems and he sends you out five or six, I have that stuff, but I also have a whole nother bag of tricks here. (laughs) And and so, you know, and and regardless of whether it's uh, beauty and your hair or or whatever, anything that you find in a regular pharmacy, uh, you know, uh, we've got you covered on that. Um, but a lot of people get a kick out of the drink bar, the wellness bar over here. And, and that's where it, things, I think, really come together for me, uh, for, for what, what, what we stand for. And uh, it's this intersection, like I said, of, of culinary arts and chemistry and, and a lot of these uh, herbs, distilled herbs that we use and we put in our drinks and and uh, all these superfoods and whatnot, but literally we can whip up a drink for you uh, based on how you feel. Uh, it's our favorite thing to do. <laughs> and your customers, the young lady that we met before, she told me that she used to come in here almost every day. Yeah. And she said, if you're feeling sick, come to Stanley's. Yeah. So if someone's suffering from a cold, they come in and say, Stanley, you know, my chest hurts, I have a runny nose. What would you make for them? Well, it uh, depends. Uh, I'd have to ask them a series of questions. Okay. Right? So like there's like a follow-up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There's a total algorithm going on, but, you know, I, I have things, it's teas to decongest you, to, to help you with your cough. Uh, I'm These little uh, kind of uh, herbal amaros that we make, our own elixirs that... Uh, uh, are all from from plant based medicine and they they taste delicious 
and uh, well, you had one. <laughs> I know. Can you, how was it? It was delicious, and I had a specialty shot. Did, yeah, and how did it make you feel? And they were really good, and I feel great. I'm happy I took it right before the interview. <laughs> I was ready to go. Um, can you break down what you put in my tea that I had? Yeah, well, it's spirits of uh, clove and fennel, turmeric, and you know, can feel good. Yeah, yeah. At least (laughs) for at least for your tummy, for what you had going on. Right, definitely. It's just what I thought you needed at the time. I did. It was what I needed. (laughs) And where do you get the herbal teas? Well, that's where uh, uh, procurement, right? That's where the culinary arts come in and I think that's what differentiates any uh, type of uh, restaurant or chef or, 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 or whatever. Well, I'm a pharmacist, but, you know, like I, uh, you know, we, we go to farms and whatnot and we procure these things and we prepare them in our own way. And so when you see my lab over here and whatnot and, you know, we're always cooking up good stuff for the people. Are the farms that you frequent local farms on the East Coast or some some of them, some of them, some of them, just like any restaurant that you go to and they have their sources of procurement for whatever they're making. I reach out to whoever and whatever is available and we try new things and we test them out. And if we like them, you know, and but we try them out on special people first and then we start, you know, from there working it out. It's a lot of fun. It's like a drink lab here. Yeah, it really is. And you have your lab coat on. Can you talk about your, is this your typical Stanley's Pharmacy outfit? This is my Stanley's Pharmacy outfit. Yeah, I made it myself. Yeah, do you like my jacket? I made it myself. Really? Yeah, yeah. How did you make that? Well, with a pattern. I had a a help of a friend of mine. And uh, but I figured when when I was building this place and with everything I was doing, it just couldn't be an ordinary guy serving, you know, wearing something ordinary. It had to be extraordinary. Yes. So I had to come up with a costume. And so uh, I went to work on it and uh, I was just so influenced by, uh, you know, I mean, you could tell from my sense of style of, of, of the place and, and whatnot. That really went into this whole mid-century modern type of feeling and what what like what do you want your pharmacist to really look like (laughs) and and that's what I went for you know and that I think it just goes back to my performance days as a musician and an artist and uh you know and my my biggest uh hero in music and art David Bowie always you know reinventing himself and stuff and I I just with everything this place represented I I had to come up with something and I I really like it thank you it definitely does everything comes together as one in here the orange with the wall of the bright blue ocean over here and the gold countertops did it take you a long time to design the interior and exterior of the pharmacy yeah it took me really it took me like seven months it took me about a month to figure out what I wanted to do with it about another month to find all the things I needed to get together and do it, and then it probably took me another couple of months to to get it going. But I really, yeah, it was it was very challenging. But uh, I, and I definitely took great care to get it exactly the way I wanted because I didn't know if I was going to get another chance. So did you know that you wanted Stanley's 
in this neighborhood or on this street? How did you find your location here? Well, so when I moved back to New York from L.A., I found actually one of my former mentors, who became one of my mentors, a Chinese pharmacist who owned several pharmacies in Chinatown. And, uh, and when I met him, I just convinced him that I, you know, I just saw this pharmacy and I said, I could do something here. I, there was something in this community. And from the experience I had with alternative health, I think it was finally from when I had that eureka moment of the pre-Stanley's pharmacy that this is the perfect platform for me. And this community just really brought me into my own and, and welcomed me. And uh, to be honest with you, I was so happy and I loved it there. It was so perfect that I just, my worst fear was that this was not going to last forever. I had this feeling like this is too good. It's not going to last forever. And then Hurricane Sandy happened. Mm -hmm. And so sure enough, in the twinkling of an eye, uh, the neighborhood changed and, and uh, uh, the landlord sold the building and everything just changed on me. But at that point, I couldn't just go back and work in any other, you know, pharmacy. I'd gone too far out there for the practice. I had to like do and made so much of a name for myself already. I had to do what I, you know, what I, I had to follow through on that eureka moment from when I was in California. And uh, that's when I decided to really go for it with this. And I, I was literally walking down the street just so bummed that, uh, you know, that era of my life had ended and figuring out what to do. And then all of a sudden, I just crossed over on Hester Street and I looked up and there it was. Uh, this this place was just totally emptied out, and there was a phone number, just a phone number, written on a piece of masking tape on the window. And so, you know, I convinced the guy, the landlord, amazing guy, uh, that I could do something with this place. And when I told him I was building a pharmacy, he was like, okay, that's a good business. I'd like He expected a pharmacy when I was done. He was. He literally was like, "You told me you were building a pharmacy," and I'm like, "No, it is. See on the wall. Look, <laughs> I've got it." He's expecting like a Dwayne Reed. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "This is pharmacy now." Yeah, this is. How do you feel about now age medicine and approaches to lifestyle? yoga, veganism, different diets becoming trendy. Yeah, well, you know, it's amazing because I, I, I definitely have been, I bought my first juicer 30 years ago. Uh, drink of green juice every day and, you know, doing yoga and all that stuff. Now it's really mainstream and I think it's fantastic because uh, men and women used to get their first heart attacks in, in like their early mid 50s, right? And, and when we go back to the 70s and the 80, early 80s, we didn't even know what cholesterol was until then the first statin drugs started to hit in the mid 80s. 
late 80s and and this concept of okay we've got to follow these diets low sodium diets and through the 90s it got to be bigger and supplements and so forth so now that it's common knowledge that you can do these things every day and and live a lifestyle of health right and not be uh, subject to all these different treatments and and to be honest with you sometimes you can't help that because of genetics and if that's the case these alternative avenues of health can still work in conjunction with that to allow for uh, at least a better quality of life for you how do you keep yourself healthy yeah yeah well you know it's uh coming to Stanley's Pharmacy every day <laughs> where you'll find me, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, I go through phases. I go through depending on, depending if it's digestion and I can fix something with a tea or maybe I need some exercise or maybe I need a good steam <laughs> while I'm drinking my Stanley's elixir. <laughs> Speaking of Stanley's elixirs, what type of of products will you be offering in the future? Well, I can't go so much into that, but it's going to be fantastic. And and please look out for it. You're going to be seeing it very soon. Will you be just selling Stanley's products at the pharmacy or will you be your online site? It's going to be online and it'll be here and it'll be uh, with several wholesale partners. You could absolutely uh, check me out at the Color Factory as well. We're kicking up some amazing drinks over there on Spring and Varick Street. We're, it's, it's a great time for the kids, for Grandma, for the whole family. But uh, that's a lot of fun, too. I loved your video online. Oh, cool. It was really well done. Oh, cool. And super cool. Oh, cool. How has the internet and Instagram and social media affected Stanley's Pharmacy, do you think? Well, I think initially we tried to bow out of it and just try to remain, you know, New York's best kept secret. Uh, I love me, the whole underground thing. Um, And then again... Part of this is such an experience, so, you know, we, and so many people are on it, and it's a great way to convey that experience to people who may not actually be able to make it here. So that's kind of cool. We just like to, we just want to make people laugh and feel great. Right. Yeah. And educate people. How is Stanley's different in the warmer months of the year than it is now in cold February? Oh, well, you know, it's tea vibes. Everybody wants hot drinks and elixirs, right? And when it's warm out, everybody's feeling good. Everybody wants feel-good drinks, you know. And uh, I think that's when it livens up a little. (laughs) So during the summer, can people wait outside the window and then order a cool drink? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they're going to be bottled soon, so it'll be uh, a grab-and-go thing, so... That'll be really nice, too. Are there any products that are especially popular with your customers? Well, we've got uh, over 60 different drinks over here. So it's tough. And some of them, actually a lot of them are named after people who come in here and we kind of twerk it and whatnot and they we get it to where they want it and then we start giving it out to other people and then they're like I love it and that's when somebody gets a name after them so uh but uh 
my raspberry soda is getting really popular uh, and my mint soda. Of course, everybody loves my immune shot. Uh, and uh, oh, there's so much. There is you so know? much. Yeah. Do you ever get overwhelmed being Stanley of Stanley's Pharmacy? <laughs> it's funny you say that. It goes back to my original motto, life will kill you, right? And so you've got to find that balance of creating the space you need, right, to, in order to stay healthy. And uh, absolutely, you know, I have my friends and my community and my solo time where, you know, I need to just be. If you were to give a few pieces of advice for someone who is looking to improve their overall health, what would you say? Uh, start with your habits. It all starts with your daily habits, and that includes the foods you eat, right, and your diet and so forth. But your habits in regards to your health, uh, how you feel, every, how you set yourself up to, to feel every day about yourself. When you eat great, you feel great. You really do. When you um, drink nourishing drinks, you feel great. It's regenerative. It feels regenerative, right? And you start feeling good. That, that to me, is where the, the, the core of health. What are you doing after you spend some time in Stanley's today on this very, very frigid February day? I know. I know. I don't know. I'll probably go home drink a glass of rosé, and do some push-ups. <laughs> wow, okay, at the I, same time. That's yeah, a weird thing, you know. I just, like, you know, I'm pharmacist. I need to switch out of my mind, my mental status, and relax a little and feel my body a little more. And then after that, maybe I'll swim a little. Nice. Yeah. Sounds like a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today, Stanley. It was yeah. such a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's Stanley George of Stanley's Pharmacy, located at 31 Ludlow Street in Manhattan. The pharmacy is online at stanleyspharmacy.com. And that's it for this week's Cityscape. I'm Fiona Shea. Thanks for listening.